Good morning. Welcome to Sunday Morning with Love and Action. I am Ken Tuck. I'm so glad you joined me this morning. We are going to have an excellent morning. We started talking about missions last week and the importance of going on mission. In other words, going to other countries, actually going within our own community as well. And then also we talked about if you can't go, you can help send. And so there's different parts that we can play. And sometimes God wants us to do both, go and to help send others. So we talked about all that last week. If you missed it, you can go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Podcasts, Podbean, just pretty much anywhere you get your podcast and look up the Love and Action podcast and you can listen to it and catch up with where we're at today. And where we're at today is we have a special guest with us. One of my good brothers who I love so much, Pierre Lucian, with Give Us Hope Mission from right here in Dothan. But Give Us Hope Mission does so much in Haiti. And so we're going to talk with Pierre about that and about an awesome opportunity that God has opened up to spread the gospel there in Haiti amongst some people that are really unreachable right now. Uh, so, Pierre, thank you for joining us today. Hey, buddy. Thank you for inviting me. And uh, love you too, brother. Thank you for the opportunity. And thank you for all over those years you've been support. Give us submission and doing God's work. Amen. God is awesome, and he is worthy to be praised from here to Haiti and all around. Amen. <laughs> Let's open up in prayer. Then we'll talk about the exciting things God is doing in Haiti. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this day. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your love, your mercy, your grace. Thank you for your salvation. And we thank you for loving us more than we can ever imagine. We thank you, Jesus, that you died on that cross for our sins, that you rose again to give all who believe eternal life. And thank you for giving us the awesome opportunity to tell others about you so they too can have an opportunity to give their lives to you and experience your love, your forgiveness, your salvation, eternity with you. It's the greatest calling ever is to tell somebody about you. And Father, we just want to lift up this time we have together and just ask you to bless it ask you to speak to us and through us. Touch hearts this morning, we pray, God. And God, we thank you for what you're doing right here in Dothan and the Wiregrass. We also thank you for what you're doing in Haiti and in other countries all over the world, Lord, you're moving, and we give you praise for it. So, Lord, we love you, and we praise you, and it's in your holy name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. We serve an awesome God, and we want everyone to understand that God, when he says that, Whosoever shall believe upon him shall be saved, and whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I want you to understand what he means by that. It's a great theological mystery. It means whosoever. <laughs> it means you and me, people in every country around this world. Anybody who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And we talk a lot about the Great Commission here on Sunday morning with Love and Action, because we believe it's a lifestyle. It's, it's what we have to live out, what we want to live out. When you truly experience Jesus, you want to be a Great Commission Christian, because that means you're, you're following him, and you're telling others about him, and you're making disciples. And he tells us to go in Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20. He tells us to go and make disciples of all nations. And as I've said before, that word nations means ethnic group or people groups. So you'll often hear me and others talk about unreached people groups. Well, those are the nations that God's telling us to go reach everyone. There are over 3.2 billion people around this world who have not heard of Jesus. And there's countries like the U.S., 
like Haiti, like the Philippines even where we go, where if you look at a, a map about unreached people groups, you see that those are very reached countries. Now, we know like right here in the Wiregrass, there's a church everywhere. But when we go to other countries, that's not the case. Even these reached countries like Haiti, because there's still a lot of people who have not heard the gospel. Because there's mountain regions like Pierre can, can tell us about. And like we experienced that in the Philippines where these people never heard of Jesus. They worship the God of the river. You know, people right here in our own hometown who have never heard of Jesus. I know that's hard to believe, but we come across folks who don't know anything about Jesus. And then some may know a little about him, but really still don't really know him. So we got to be about telling people about Jesus here at home and around the world. And so today we're going to talk about Haiti. Uh, There's just an exciting, exciting opportunity that God has opened up for Give Us Hope Mission. And by the way, Give Us Hope Mission, we've been partnering together for how many years, Pierre? 11 years. 11 years. And, uh, man, we just seen God do so many awesome things. So, uh, first of all, again, let me introduce Pierre. And uh, Pierre will tell you about Give Us Hope Mission and what he and his lovely wife, Lori, do in Haiti. So, Pierre Lucian, tell us about Haiti, Give Us Hope Mission. First of all, we want to thank you to Jesus Christ. Um, God is moving around Haiti. Um, What we do there, especially at the Martin, uh, they don't have no actually no no school or churches there, but we went there. We the first person ever built a Christian church up there. But we also want to thank to Pastor Jeff and and those who donated to that building. But that building also coming to be a school for those kids. So we able to disciple them. We have Bible studies. It's it's just amazing to see how many souls been saved there and a lot of people got baptized there. We seen a lot of ex voodoo preaching. Right now, they'd be a member of the church and serving Jesus Christ and worshiping there. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and I love hearing about the ex-Voodoo priest coming to the Lord. Um, we, we've seen that happen ourselves when we were there with you in, in Haiti and, that, and the Voodoo priestess who came to the Lord and then asked us to burn all of her Voodoo paraphernalia. Because you know, Voodoo is real. It is real. And it is just a tool of the devil to blind so many people. And Pierre, I know a number of times the voodoo priests will try to tell the people that Christians aren't coming, right? Yes. Yes, especially at the mountain, it's very hard to get up there. So they always say, no Christian going to take their time to come at the mountain. But God always sends his people. <laughs> That's why we serve an awesome God. God had sent us. He said, go, we just go. And as a matter of fact, actually when we was building that church, we had a lot of the preacher came down and to get material for to build to help build those churches and now the member of the church and worshiping <laughs> that's that's how awesome God we serve that's right our God is a God of miracles when he sets out to do something Satan nobody can stop him and and it is hard getting up that mountain <laughs> I it mean, is. it's it's not it's not easy Martha and I love going to the mountains of North Georgia and it's easy to get there because we have such nice roads it's barely a road to go up that mountain that you're talking about. And uh, we've ascended that, that mountain and um, came down on motorcycles. <laughs> that, that's a great story we'll have to share sometime. But uh, we have people up on this mountain that just are, have been unreached with the gospel. Like Pierre said, that there, there wasn't a church. There wasn't even a school for the children. But yet, building this church, all that's taking place now. Yes. 
So we do serve a mighty God. But And, and he also mentioned it, it takes the body of Christ to do everything that we do around the world, right? And he mentioned Pastor Jeff, Pastor Jeff Peacock, who him and his church provided funds to build that yes. church in Haiti, which became also became a school. And God bless Jeff. Uh, he, he just re, Him and his church just recently finished helping us build a church in India. That's the body of Christ coming together to build churches. And he also helped build one in the Philippines. <laughs> you know, praise God. Praise God. We, we need more pastors and churches like, <laughs> like Pastor Jeff. Now, Jeff, don't get the big head now, okay? <laughs> oh, love Jeff. He's, he's a good brother. Yes. But, you know, that's what it takes. It takes the body of Christ to reach the lost, to help those who are in need. And, you know, Haiti is one of those countries where people literally are starving to death. We saw children over there. Uh, who were literally starving to death. So it's important for us to help reach them with food. Yes, it is. Uh, actually, myself, you know, I was born in Haiti and raised in Haiti, and I was one of them. I was malnutrition because I didn't have enough, you know, food to eat. So those children, when they see me go to Haiti, they see hope yeah. to Christ, not just me, but they see if God can change me, God can change them also. God provides for all. So we, we got a lot of big needs in Haiti, especially. But spiritual food is, is way better. But as a body, we need to eat. So those children doesn't have parents to be able to, to help them. Imagine you live, you know, every day, at least uh, two dollars a day. So it's, 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 it's just very hard. But God always opened the doors. Amen. And that's one thing I love so much about Pierre. Yes, he, kn- he knows... The food is important because we have to have food to live. But what did he say was the most important need? The spiritual needs. <laughs> Amen. That's what it's about. But, you know, like in Haiti and like we've seen in Nepal and all these other countries that God has blessed us to be able to minister in, when you come with things like food, provisions like food, when nobody else is, just like when the, I know during the, the aftermath of the earthquake, one of the many earthquakes, but the most recent one, you come in with food and nobody else is, then they realize you care, and they also want to hear about this Jesus you're talking about. Yes, especially when we're ambassador of Christ, we want to represent Christ in the right way, the love, the passion. And when people especially never heard the gospel of Jesus Christ, you want to build a relationship with them first and, and let them know, you know, I'm the light for Jesus, so you could be the light. It doesn't matter how darkness you live in, but God will will put the lie over you too, like he did for each of us here. Uh, it's, yes, actually, we, again, we want to thank, thank, thank you, Brother Ken and Love and Action family and, and those who, who donated. Actually, we, we went to a voodoo preacher's uh, house, and she didn't know we had food, and there was a need. And we went there, and uh, one of the family said, well, uh, she just passed from the earthquake. And then the guy kept talking, and then here we go, and God just bringing the, uh, the big truck of food and, and, and water, and we got Bibles, and, and one of the members of the family got saved that. He said, if you guys can come from all the way there, and you guys showing the love, we need to know more about Jesus Christ. And it's, it was about 200 people uh, that, that day in received Christ. Amen. That is awesome. 200 people coming to the Lord because you cared to go out and then to meet a need. That's why here at Love and Action, we, we say that we proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ through acts of compassion. Because somebody in that situation, they're not really going to listen to what you say until they see that you actually care about them. And, and they did. And so that opened up the door. And you also mentioned Bibles. And that's something we're going to talk about now. 
Pierre Give Us Hope Mission has been given a wonderful opportunity. We, we've heard a lot about gangs in Haiti uh, over the years. That's really been a, a big issue there. But many of those gang members, especially the one that carries out the commands from their leaders, so to speak, uh, end up in prison. And it's hard to get in those prisons, but God has opened the door, Anthony Pierre. Tell us about that. Amen. Amen. And before I go ahead, start it about that, but I want to also add something, you know. So when we're talking about food, I want people to understand in Haiti, it's not because they want just food, but they want Jesus. Because in Haiti, you got voodoo, you got Christian. So you have to choose one. If you say you're a Christian, they're going to test your faith to see how your relationship between you and God. So basically, they want Jesus more than the food. Amen. Um, it's just God. Like we said, we, we serve an awesome God. We serve a miracle God. And he's been opening a, a door. door, not just for me, for us as a Christian, as a body of Christ to come in together. And we, we mentioned prison. And God gave me opportunity when I came to the state. I was able to minister to a lot of prisoners in New Jersey and Florida and also Georgia. I always have opportunity to do so. But in Haiti, it was very hard to get in, in, in prison, to ministry there. But thank God, last week, God opened a big door for us and to, to be able to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, because a lot of people ask me, why, why is so much gang in Haiti? But this is the thing is, uh, when they go to prison, they don't have nobody come to see them, spread the gospel, let them know. You know, prison don't change people. God change people. God change heart. <laughs> no matter how go back and forth they go to prison, until God break their heart, they will never be changed. So that's an opportunity we will have to go in the prison to minister to those who need Jesus. Amen. And, and as you go into the prison, um, uh, about how many prisoners are in there? The prison I'm going next week, it's, it's 720. It's, they have uh, women, they have uh, children, they have adult male. Uh, the children? Yes. They have children in there yes, too? Yes, like the youth. The youth, it's okay. Yes, okay youth. Yeah. The prisons in Haiti have to be a lot different than the prisons in the U.S., right? Yes, a lot different. What, what's a prison like in Haiti? Kind of give a picture to people. All right. Prison in Haiti, you can stay in the room, I say, 12 by 12. You can't have at least 50 people just sleep, you know, sleep on, just on the floor without nothing. 50 people in the 12 by 12 room? Yes. Yeah, that's a lot different than prisons here in the U.S. or jails in the U.S. So then the living environment is, is, is not good at all. No, it's not good at all, especially health. You know, we got a lot of people have health issues in there. Um, we got a lot of people, but the most important thing, a lot of people feel like they're lonely. They don't have nobody else. And when God opened that door for us, we say, you know, God is about you. Uh, God just break our heart just to go, you know. And what we're trying to do now is just go in the prison, ministry to them, ministry, let them know, you know, there's nothing up there. But if you if you got that relationship with Christ, especially me as a Haitian guy, and, I, you know, I live in the United States, and I live U.S. to go to Haiti, and that's it, Christ. If Christ can change me and leave Haiti and come to the United States and go back to Haiti again to show them the love of Jesus when nobody really go in prison. Right, so that's that really shows that you care. You're coming all the way from the U.S. And I've noticed over the years that's something that, that people really appreciate wherever we go is they understand we are coming from a long ways. Now, we know Haiti isn't that far away, but they understand it's a, it's an effort because you're, you're, you're leaving the U.S. and people still look at the U.S. as this is kind of like, in their eyes, heaven on earth, you know, compared to 
to, to where they're living at. And so they know that you're leaving the comforts of America to go to their country to tell them about Jesus. And they also understand that takes money to do that with. And so they, they really appreciate the fact that you're doing that. Then they also understand that, wow, this message that they're telling me about this Jesus must be really important if they're going to do all of that. Yes, it, it's very important, especially I was talking to one of the leaders in there, and uh, what they told me, they said they don't have no family members and they don't have, they barely have people to come to, to the prison to visit them. But Jesus said, you know, <laughs> so that's our job as ambassador to, to do so. Yeah, because he tells us in, in Matthew 25, I was in prison and you came and visited me, right? Yes, yes. And that scripture it's really what Love and Action, we, we founded the ministry on Love and Action for Jesus said, I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was in prison, you came to visit me. I was sick, you came to visit me. People said, well, when did we see you in all those times? And he says, when you did it to the least of these, my brothers, you've done it unto me. And then he goes into those who didn't help feed the hungry, who didn't help give a thirsty person something to drink, who didn't visit in prison. And, and he says, depart from me you workers of iniquity. You know, in other words, you didn't do anything to help. And now we know salvation is not about works, but the whole thing is, is when we experience Jesus, we want to help others because we realize that we're doing it for his glory. And we're realizing that it's going to open up a door to share Jesus. And here at this large prison in Haiti, God's opened up that huge door to share. So, so you're going to go in, tell us what's going to happen when you're going to have like a service or what's going to happen when you go there? Yes. Uh, actually, it's not only one prison. All over Haiti, now we're able to go to each prison in Haiti to oh, spread God. the gospel. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's, our, God. that's our big God we serve. <laughs> he <laughs> so opened every door. Every door. <laughs> every door. But one thing I, I want to add, buddy, I was talking to two ex-Voodoo preachers, and um, I told them about the opportunity and they're excited, too. They said they want to go to the prison to ministry to some of those guys because some of those guys used to come to them to do voodoo for them. So that will give another opportunity if God can change those voodoo preachers' heart so they can change, too. So they're going to see these guys who they knew as voodoo priests who are now saved and living for Jesus. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Yes. And then come and to spread the gospel with them. And, and that's a good opportunity, brother to go to the prison because we as Christians, we should be with present Christ where people doesn't go because we don't want nobody to go to hell. That's our, that's our job to go direct to them because more you minister to those gangster, gang member in the prison, you, you started help them breaking their heart. God will do it. And when they come out, so they can go back to the community and just just go ahead, make a disciples, so they preach with those who, who's there don't know Christ. So that's a good opportunity for us. So we'll have service there. Like you said, we're going to have a service. We're going to have a, a good service there. And we're going to have a, a praise. We can't wait. We're going to praise <laughs> Jesus there with <laughs> all of them there. And we've been part of a worship service in Haiti. And when, when Haitians worship Jesus, they worship Jesus. Let me tell you, it's, <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> yes. And, and so these uh, prisoners are going to hear the gospel. And many are going to come to Christ. I truly believe that. I truly believe later down the road when they come out and they're telling their friends and family back home about this Jesus that changed their lives, we're going to hear some incredible testimonies about how God is using this prison ministry now that you can go all over. Yes. So that's awesome. 
and spread the gospel. But we need some help yes. from our brothers and sisters to help reach these uh, prisoners to, and, and help disciple them too. So uh, let's talk about the first need. The most important need is Bibles. Yes, yes. The most important need is a Bible. And I have one policeman who was in, in, in the prison, working in the prison. He told me if we provide Bibles to each of those people in there because they don't have nothing to do. So they will able to to read Bibles to read Bibles, and the good thing about it, even you, if they don't know to, how to read, somebody else will read to them also. So opportunity, we pray to have um, 720 Bibles, but praise God, thank you uh, for one of them. They already give 200, and thank you for love and action, already give 200 Bibles also. So we so far we have 400 Bibles. Glory to yeah, God. Praise and God. we just pray for, for more than, we serve a big God. Yes. We, we pray for more than 720 because we have to go to different communities also, and we go into orphanage and a homeless shelter to, to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. And let, let me emphasize that too, everybody uh, who, who hasn't been uh, to a, another country on a mission trip, on a, even a short-term mission trip, how important it is to have Bibles. Because we have Bibles all over here in the U.S. I mean, in my house, I have a number of Bibles just myself. These other countries we go to, it's hard to find Bibles. We've seen amongst some of our brothers and sisters in some in some countries that they have pages copied from a Bible because somebody had a Bible and so they copied, say, the Gospel of John, and that's their Bible. And so it's hard for people to read the Bible because they they just don't have opportunities to to get them like we do, and they don't have finances to to purchase a Bible if if they are available. This is an opportunity for us as the body of Christ to put a Bible in people's hands who, who don't have access to it in their own language. Now, Bibles, like everything else, have gotten a little more expensive. Yes. You can purchase a Bible for how much? It used to be $12, but right now, as everything going on, they just put $1, so it's $13 for each Bible. 13 for each Bible. Yes. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you're saying, well, you know, I, I can't give much. Well, we don't have to give much. If you have $13 to give, you know that's a nowadays that's that's about how much it costs to go to a fast food restaurant and get something to eat, right? <laughs> way the way prices are going up. So even thirteen dollars, if you got thirteen dollars to give, that will make a difference for eternity in somebody's life. And you know what? You and I may never ever meet that person here on earth, but one day that person in heaven, praise God, will come up to you and say thank you for that Bible. And because they're just going to know, I, I truly believe God's going to show people, hey, because these people helped, these, these, this person gave, that's, that's actually why you're here today, because that opened the door for you to, to learn about me and, and to let me save you, but it's because they gave. And so we got an opportunity to give. Pierre, there's another need we're going to talk about, but let's go ahead and tell people, how can they give to put Bibles in other people's hands in Haiti? Well, they can go to our website. It's a uh uh, or they can't uh, if they want to do a bad check they can't uh, mail it to um, just put memory in the prison the address is 911 Northfield Circle Dauphin, Alabama 36203 again org, and you can give uh, via PayPal right? Yes. On there or you can send a check and on your check in that memo write prisons or four prisons and send it to 911 Northfield Circle, Dothan, Alabama, 36303, and give. And I really encourage you to give. And again, Martha and I have known 
Pierre and Lori for over 11 years now. I've done ministry with them. I've been to Haiti with them. And they do a lot of ministry right here in Dothan with us. And matter of fact, we, as we're recording this, we're about to go on an outreach afterwards. And, and uh, Pierre just loves serving Jesus. His lovely wife, who who was a school teacher, when she's not teaching, she loves to to go out with us. So this awesome opportunity for us to put a Bible in somebody's hand, and I can't encourage you enough to give so somebody can have God's Word in their hands because you know how important that Word is. I know how important every morning I get up and read that Bible. If I didn't have that to read, man, that would be it's hard for me to imagine that, just to be honest with you, not having a Bible. And so we have an opportunity to do that, and just $13. Now, some of you can give more, and that's fine. Whatever you can give, I encourage you to give because we need to do that. And then there's one other need. You want to say something on yes, that, Pierre? Yes, What I was going to add to it is very important for people to have Bibles. And here it's very hard for somebody to buy Bibles, but when you bless somebody with Bibles, this is the most blessing you can bless with. Because in Haiti, when you say you're Christian, the voodoo people come in to test you. But you have to keep the word with you. You have to with your Bible. You have to continue to build that relationship with, with the Lord. So those people, if they don't have the Bible, the word of God with them, so they feel like they don't have no protection. So the, 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 that's why we encourage people, please, as much you can give for the Bibles, you give them a weapon so they can go go against the enemy. Let's help us put Bibles in each of those who need it. Let's give a gang member a different weapon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The sword of the spirit. <laughs> Amen. Well, there's one more, a very important need too, that a guy placed on Pierre's heart to, to, to give to these prisoners, and, and that's some um, some care kits, yes. uh, toiletries and whatnot. Uh, but Pierre, can you uh, tell us about that? Yes. Um, what we want to do, again, as a Christian, we want to go prison God in the best way we can so they see God through us. So what we want to do, we want to just go ahead and make a package for each of those prisoners in there. So it's going to have everything they need in there, and each bag going to cost $7. So they're going to have a lot in there. We want to able to bless them because inside the prison, they don't have access to, to those things uh, we need. So I think it's going to be of such a blessing to to help us to put a bag in each of those prisoners in there. That is a huge blessing. Another sign that shows that you care. And they're going to realize that Jesus cares, that that he has not forgotten about them, that he knows right where they're at. He loves them, and he's going to take care of his needs because we know he tells us in Matthew 6, if we seek first his kingdom, his righteousness, you know, he's going to take care of our needs, right? They don't understand that because they don't know Jesus yet. But once they see this and they see the Bible, they get the Bible and they come to Christ, then they're going to learn, you know what? Jesus was taking care of my needs all along. And so this is an awesome opportunity. Again, you can go to giveushopemission.org.org for more information about that. And again, that's only $7 to get. And I'm just going to read over the list. Uh, in a Ziploc bag, there's going to be a, a bar of soap, clothes washing powder, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, feminine products, uh, Clorox, cleaning detergent, shampoo. So all of that for just $7 is going to touch these people's hearts and going to help help also bring some sanitation into their lives as well. And also tooth, toothbrush. Toothbrush, so, yes. yes, 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 yes. Got to have toothbrush with yeah. toothpaste, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. So please, please help. And, again, you go to giveushopemission.org. And or you can drop a check in the mail to give us hope mission at nine eleven or Phil Circle, Dothan, Alabama, three six three oh three. Can't encourage you enough to give and to help. 
And Pierre, we have quickly run out of time, but is there anything else you'd like to add? Well, I just want to say thank you for those who's listening right now. Uh, this is opportunity for you as a Christian to be obedient because Pierre going to the prison, I'm going to represent Christ, not myself. But I want you to be part of this too. This is a big opportunity so those gang members can see it's love to Christ. Right now they don't know, but until they see what God can do into us, and they will accept it. They will understand to Christ is hope, is love, is life. And, and, and that's what I can add. Please give as much you can, and we will able to go to our prison around in Haiti to, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with those who need it, and they need it. They need it. <laughs> Amen, amen. And I often tell people we live in one of the greatest places in the world, and it's because of the people. We have people here who have hearts that want to help, and they just need to know the needs. And and I know the Joy FM listeners are some of the most loyal and faithful people. I'm not just saying that, but uh, I've seen it, (laughs) and it's awesome. And I also know that people are live streaming this from different places than Dothan. And and also uh, we'll be listening to it on the podcast. So wherever you're at, you have an opportunity to make a difference in a person's life in Haiti and help them come to Christ and be discipled. Pierre, thanks for being here today, man. When you get back, we want you to come back on and tell us what all God did over there. Yes. Uh, thank you again, brother, for this opportunity. And thank you, and God bless you all who was listening. And we, let's do God work together. You know, we, we are together. Let's do it. Let's build the kingdom together. All right? Amen. And again, I just challenge you to go out and tell somebody about Jesus this week. Share your testimony. Remember, Jesus loves you, and he is with you always. I pray that the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.